Well, has Disney lost its way? Many Disney fans have noticed a sharp increase in the company's political and social activism. And a new documentary by the Catholic League reveals how Disney pushes an activist agenda and sexual ideology through children's movies, cartoons, and public political battles. Experts and insiders analyze the once-beloved family-friendly brand's controversial politics in the, and the impact on children and families. Now, the good news is the documentary is available for free on YouTube, but I want to preview a few bits of it and encourage you to watch it in full. So one of the saddest developments in my view recently as a previous big fan of Disney, and I'm sure you were as well, is that it has been captured by a small radical LGBTQIP2SAA++ movement and is doing all it can to indoctrinate children as young as possible in the sexualized and gender-confused agenda. Yep, apparently Disney thinks that your kids need to know everything about it and figure out which category they belong to. Last year, Disney launched its new Pride Apparel, an accessory collection targeted once again at our children. As you can see there, amongst the Pride products being targeted to children, they include t-shirts, collectible pins, backpacks, tumblers, mugs and towels, all emblazoned in rainbow colours and words affirming the LGBT agenda. You might have seen them in the warehouse here in New Zealand. There's a pin kids can wear of Mickey's ears to celebrate being transgender, bisexual, lesbian, even an intersectionality one to show just how woke you are. And among the groups Disney is donating to is Glisten, one of the most radical organisations pushing for the indoctrination of school children in the US, and even an Australian group Minus 18, which is a radical gender activist group targeting children and teens, partially funded by the Victorian government, no surprise, with lots of advice on binding, tucking, packing, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and surgery. And last year, Disney also came out with its new animated sitcom series called Little Demon. Disney describes the storyline as 13 years after being impregnated by Satan, a reluctant mother and her antichrist daughter attempt to live an ordinary life. And you were the Antichrist. I'm supposed to accept that you had sex with Satan or anyone? Please allow me to. Yeah, okay, well, that's enough of that one. There's a new documentary out by the Catholic League. It's very good, and it reveals how Disney pushes an activist agenda and this sexual ideology through their movies and cartoons. And they have a number of experts and insiders. You'll recognize uh, some of them in the clips that I show you. Uh, and they highlight the impact it's having on children and families. And I'll put a link to the documentary. It's available for free on YouTube, as I said. But here's a quick preview to whet your appetite for watching the full 50-minute documentary. So in this first clip, employees of Disney talk about how inclusive Disney want to be, but it's only aimed at one group and yet excludes others. started with Walt Disney we never treated anybody differently whether it was a guest a cast member i didn't care your sexual preference your gender identity it didn't matter because you were either working or you were a guest and your goal as a cast member is to make the guest experience the best it can possibly be over the last few years i started noticing we're having more and more trainings how do we be inclusive how do we include um so and so into the group more but it's really only targeting one group 
it's not targeting every ethnicity, every gender, every race. It's targeting just the LGBTQ community. For over half a century, Disney has operated under guiding principles that have steered the company to success. They call them the four keys. The four keys. Safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency have guided us from the very start. These four keys have provided a foundation for our culture, contributing to Disney's legacy of customer service and care. But in April of 2021, a new key was added. The addition of a fifth key, the key of inclusion. Well, it's very clear that the inclusive key is really about the LGBTQ community. But I think at the same time, it's not including everybody. I don't think it's including Christians or conservative people, or in my case, unvaccinated people. They're not feeling included at all. I don't feel included. When that yeah, and Disney World was quickly becoming Disney woke. With a culture of fear spreading among the ranks of many employees, Disney quickly began altering the characters, stories, and park experiences that made them a beloved brand all over the world. Feature movies, cartoons, family rides, TV shows, products, books, characters. Disney's inclusion warriors left no stone unturned. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Big changes coming to Disneyland. Disney is doing away with gendered greetings throughout the park and resort. Gone are ladies and gentlemen or boys and girls. Instead, cast members who recorded messages will use Hello, everyone. Disney's fairy godmothers in training will now be gender neutral, allowing male cast members to do the job. Disney is allowing cast members to have greater flexibility in displaying tattoos, hairstyles, and costume choices. From introducing burly, manly fairy godmothers to tattooed, purple-haired Cinderella's, Disney was throwing out dress codes, decorum, standards, boundaries, pronouns, and genders. In other words, Walt Disney World was fast becoming Walt Disney Woke. Yeah, but then there were videos that you might remember we profiled last year that surfaced of Disney staff meetings, which revealed the underlying agenda. Uh, and in this clip, you'll hear a commentary from US commentator Tammy Bruce, who I interviewed many years ago when she was in the country. Blowers from inside the Disney organization leaked internal videos of top Disney executives to journalist Christopher Rufo. Our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like, Latoya Rabinow is a producer and writer of children's cartoons and programming for Disney. She has worked on such shows as Puppy Pals, Super Monsters and Rise Up, Sing Out. I don't have to be afraid to like, let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background, this, like I was just wherever I could just basically adding queerness to like, the, if you see anything queer in the show, I'm proud of them. But like, I, I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was- Talk show host, Tammy Bruce, who is gay, had this to say as a reaction. We've fought for years to have Americans know that we are not after their children because we're not. And yet here you have this dynamic that sets into motion this idea that children are the focus. I know lots of gay people. I know plenty of transgender people. No one likes what's going on here. 
No one in this country, no one on the left or the right. This is not normal and it's unacceptable. And everyone should reject it for the sake not only of your children, but also for the civil rights gains that gays and lesbians have made in this country. Yeah, so Dr. Ben Carson and Miranda Devine, both who have spoken at our forum on the family previous, previously, had these comments to make. I think everybody has equal rights. Nobody has extra rights. We don't alter everything just so that we can advocate a particular group. What they've been doing is taking some of their productions and just gratuitously uh, inserting uh, gay characters and gay scenes when it has nothing to do with the story. Uh, just so that they can say, see, we're, we're being sensitive. Uh, but who are you being sensitive to? Are you being sensitive to everybody or are you catering to a particular group? Excuse me, which of these products would you recommend? Oh, um, well, these are the tampons I usually use. Thank you. I prefer pads. They're more comfortable for me. Thank you. I always get the ones with wings. Thank you. Get unscented. Why on earth do you need to have a transgender character with a, a very masculine voice in a supermarket asking people for help to find sanitary napkins? Um, why are you doing that other than to confuse children, um, to try and inject your, you know, trans agenda into their developing minds. That's not really up to Disney to do. It's up to parents to teach their children about these issues and according to their own values. Yeah, according to the parental values, the family values. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson also comments on that series that I highlighted just at the start, Little Demon, and the effect it has on kids to watch that. Get to know you, I'm sure she'll jump at the chance to split your wrist. I don't bleed. Little Demon is a cartoon series streaming on Disney Plus, centered around the story of Chrissy, a teenage girl who is the Antichrist. Chrissy's mother, who is a Wiccan, gives birth after mating with Satan. Remember me, mother? You know, the human brain is a very, very complex organ system. And uh, it has billions and billions of neurons, hundreds of billions of interconnections. It remembers everything you've ever seen and everything you've ever heard. These things that we are teaching these young children and that we're exposing them to, they're in there. They're going to affect them. They're going to affect who they become and how they think. Yeah, but as they say, go woke, go broke. And that's what's been happening to Disney. Disney was among the worst performers in the Dow Jones Industrial Average in 2022. Breaking news tonight, a massive shakeup at Disney. The stunning development in the business world overnight. Bob Iger is back at the top of Disney. Just two years after retiring from a legendary run, he replaces his own successor, Bob Chapek, after the company suffered a disappointing earnings last quarter, and that's not it. As Disney shares were in a nosedive, the Disney board suddenly replaced the company's CEO. At an employee town hall meeting, new CEO Bob Iger seemed to choose his words carefully when it came to what some referred to as the company's get woke, go broke agenda. When you tell stories, it's a delicate balance. You're talking to an audience, but it's also important to listen to an audience. It's important to have respect for the people that you're serving, that you're trying to reach, and not have disdain for it. That said, we're not going to make everybody happy all the time, and we're not going to try to. 
Disney's new CEO seemed to admit the happiest place on earth was no longer willing to make everybody, well, happy. They stopped going to these big franchise movies and stopped buying uh, the toys and they stopped going to Disney World. And so you see, it's the, the old adage of get woke, go broke. Yeah, and as you can see, there's some great comments there about our purchasing power and when we choose what we purchase, we can have an influence on warning companies about going woke uh, because so many conservatives boycotted Disney and it showed. The irony is that Disney is, a, is obsessed with human rights in the US, but not basic human rights in, for example, China. And because there's a massive Chinese market and Disney wants part of that, despite the human rights issue. Drama at Disney over its latest release of Mulan. In the credits of the film, Disney thanks controversial government agencies in China's Xinjiang province. That's where reportedly more than one million Muslims are being held in concentration camps. Yeah, I mean, that's slightly ironic, isn't it? And here's an example from just last week. Walt Disney has removed an episode from the cartoon series The Simpsons that included a reference to forced labor camps in China, and they removed it from their streaming service. So it seems like it's selective human rights. And now some of the classics are being pulled off their platform. Uh, and you may be surprised by what movies are receiving the warning labels. They're probably not the ones that you think should have the warning labels. At the same time, Disney has thrown their beloved films under the bus, pulling classic films like Dumbo, Peter Pan, The Aristocats, and Swiss Family Robinson, so that children could not view them from their accounts and labeling them as offensive. Tinkerbell and Captain Hook, even the Muppets, were called potentially problematic by Disney as they slapped warning labels on scores of classic films and TV shows. Well, another cultural icon taking fire. This time it's the one and only Muppet Show. The Disney Plus streaming service has begun offering the series and is including a disclaimer warning of, quote, offensive content. It's almost hilarious if it wasn't so sad that they are putting stamps um, on their own great products and saying that this could have some offensive content in it. This could be racist. You know, if, if you spend all your time with a microscope trying to find something that will offend somebody, you never have any time to actually spend on creating inspirational material. Lady and the Tramp contains stereotypes of Asians. Do you see that thing swimming round and round? When Lady and the Tramp came out, that movie was so extraordinary that generations later, children are watching it. My grandchildren are watching it. But wait a minute, it's a racist movie because of the Siamese cats. It's the laugh. That was offensive, so out they go. And that's what a lot of this uh, wokeness does. And it creates conflict where no conflict actually existed. It creates offense where no offense actually existed. Why should you give someone else the power to tell you what you're supposed to be offended by? Yeah, look, we'll leave it there, but hopefully I'll whet your appetite and watch the full documentary. I'll put the link in the descriptor. But the, the bottom line, sadly, at the moment, we need to treat Disney as potentially hostile.
There are some wonderful resources which still have the legacy of its founder Walt Disney in them. Wonderful movies and characters. But the company has mission drifted from its uh, mission and ventured into politics, kowtowing to whatever the radical left wants it to. For parents hoping that Disney will provide their children with family-friendly entertainment like we had growing up, think again. Disney has picked a side to be on in the cultural wars of sexual and gender confusion and indoctrination. It's probably not the one you want for your children. Mm -hmm.